Hello and welcome back to the Hardly Working Podcast. Nick and Jeff here. We're just jamming out to some Bare Naked Ladies this week. Bare Naked Ladies is going to be our new song, right? No More Four Years That's Strong. That's No More Four Years Strong, 2021. We've got the Bare Naked Ladies. You know, I want to know whose like favorite song that is. That's that's somebody's favorite song. Ah, uh, you know, my favorite song is "One Week" by the Bare Naked Ladies. Those lyrics are hilarious. We were just looking them up, and you were saying there's no way they're not overtly sexual. I've I, got two rug burns on my knees. <laughs> I still got the rug burns on both my knees. Oh boy, that was a song that really I feel like I, I didn't. It for some reason I feel like it made me think that being an adult was gonna be like fun. The song's about fighting with your spouse. I know. That's what's so weird about it. There's something about that song where I was just like, this is just what being an adult is. It's watching X-Files with no lights on, and you have a drumstick of chicken. Is X-Files in the... X-Files, yeah. That's in the song, too? It, that's uh, the ch- uh, watching X-Files with no lights on. Oh, it was, or the Chinese chicken. Honestly, it just made it... What's something about That's the lyric, yeah. Chickity china off the Chinese chicken. You have a drumstick and your brain starts ticking. Watching X-Files with no lights on. Something, something. And I think I am a samurai. Like samurai, he says, that really is like a master of word association. You know what I mean? Like the Red Hot Chili Peppers have some songs where you go like, they just like chose words that rhymed in like, but that song is literally like, oh, I'm eating chicken. I'm going to write a song about chicken. Well, welcome to the Hardly Working Podcast. Hit for your strong. How about that for a little intro? I know. Talk about a cold open. We really didn't plan to do that. We no, just we turned were just it on. Legit playing bare naked ladies, and I just hit record. That is a pretty funny song. It's just all about a fight. What do you think they're fighting about in that song? Uh, you have to be married to know that. You think it's a married fight? Yeah, it seems know, to be kind of like a like a uh, like a long term single fight. So you know, when you're like deeply in love, they say like love songs. No, but please, please do <laughs> keep, <laughs> they, keep going. They say. Love songs start making sense on the radio. Yeah. You have to be deeply married for that song to make sense. You're like, I haven't talked to you in a week. Yeah. You called me a bitch. I was like, mm, yeah, it's been it. one week since you looked at me. That's really a married guy's thought. That's a good point. That's a could good be point. wrong. I have no idea what that song is about. I, I think you're gone to something because if I was thinking if you live with your girlfriend and she doesn't look at you for a week, that's an intense fight. No, I think it's it's been one week since she looked at you and cocked her head and said she's angry. So it's the opposite. I think oh, it's, it's the whole thing. I thought it was. It's been one thing. Oh. One week since you looked at me, cocked yeah. your head to the side and said, "I'm angry." Right? Yeah. Isn't that it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I thought it was always just. It's been one week since you've looked at me, and then cocked your head to the side was like a separate whole whole separate thought. You know, nobody knows, dude. I think it's. I mean, he clearly gets in trouble. Like watching X Files with no lights on. That's not something a boyfriend does if he's like not in hot water. That's the doghouse. That was the doghouse in the nineties. You 90s. Don't think they're both watching X Files in this? No, it sounds like he's just getting high and thinking to himself. Oh. You know? No, I have no idea what this song is okay, about. I fair have enough. no clue. Fair enough. I mean, it's one of the great ballads of the 90s. Kind of is. It really is, isn't it? I love that song uh, for this reason. He's got the uh, the Eddie Vedder voice. You know how every... Like, there's so many like metal bands that use that voice. And then there's this weird... I don't even know what it is. Is it a pop song? It's just some weird guy singing about chicken... Like sounds like he's a Pearl Jam like cover band guy. Chang Chang and the Chinese chicken. Chickadee Chang the Chinese. I wonder who was Eddie Vedder the first one to do that Eddie Vedder voice? 
Uh, probably not, but I bet you he's the biggest guy. I mean, that's who you attributed to. Like, is Pearl Jam, showing up to that band practice, and you've got like, will I? Like some guy singing, and then he's like, "All right, Eddie, you want to sing? You got it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's band." Yeah, and they're like, "Well, this is a weird take on that." It's like a thing. He, you think yeah, that was just his spin. Yeah. If he invented it, actually, I know there's people. I I know people who don't like Pearl Jam. I think Pearl Jam's fine. But if he invented that, like that's actually props to his like musical career because that was like the defining voice of like several bands. But you know, tried if to you walked into a, a band rehearsal and you were like, it's like your interview for a job, you're like, oh Jeff, so tell us about your uh, skills. Uh, yeah, right. Your, it says you're a proficient in word. You're like, I've got lots of skills in <laughs> typing. Like it's just a weird choice. I feel like it's take some balls. To, yeah, to no, that's that. definitely that's equivalent. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Anyway, uh, so. That's how we've started this week, I suppose, is with the bare naked ladies. I think they're arguing because they named that's the fight that they got into when he told his wife he was going to name his band the bare naked ladies. And she was like, why the fuck would you name your band that if not to completely get me angry? And he's like, look, don't question me as an artist. Yeah, it's been. <laughs> that's how he fights with her. <laughs> yeah, he fights. I'm angry at you. It's been a week since you looked at me. Listen. I don't want to hear you anymore. <laughs> uh, all right. So anyway, what have you been up to this week? I mean, we have. There's one thing that we have not said on this podcast yet. Uh, we're gay. No, <laughs> we've actually no, said that a lot on this that podcast. So many times. To to complete to complete jest, we've said that a lot. No, it's true. Are you referring to our uh, 2021 fitness goals? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've started doing CrossFit. Is why I'd just come out and say it. Da, 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 da. Yeah, we should put in like a sound effect, like. <laughs> it's not. I don't think it's that big a deal. It's just for us. We started jointly doing CrossFit. You convinced me to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I still don't really know how you got the idea to try it. I don't know where where it got in your brain. Casey Walton. Yeah, but you know, there's a difference between someone saying all the time you should do. Like I've had people say. You have to do boxing. You have to do. Oh, you know, what made whatever. you actually do it? Yeah. What made you go? I, I'm going to do. This. I'll tell you. So me personally, I actually, I actually think I brought it up to Casey before she asked me to do it. And like, I struggle with eating. Like I like, I, I mean, I've done these crash. I put on the weight, lose it, put on the weight, lose mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And like you have a drumstick and then your brain starts ticking. <laughs> Chinese chicken. <laughs> exactly. Um, I'll, yeah, I'll give you a dollar for every lyric you can casually slide into this okay, podcast sure. from that song. Sure, I'll try. I know, I know uh, of the six that I know. No repeats. I'll let you look up the lyrics. Okay. Too. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, what the fuck was I talking? You're about? You're talking about CrossFit. Oh yeah. So, so I I like lose this weight and put it on, lose it on, put it on. Like, you know, the older you get, the closer you are from your heart exploding. So I just I can't keep doing that and like. I was like, I need like a legit change. I was like watching a lot of Star Wars at the time. And I was like, like, oh, look at this Jedi <laughs> training. And I was like, use it, do it. Yeah. And I was like, I want to just like put your mind to it. And just like, you know, and I, you know, I think that like. Looking at baby Yoda on that like pedestal made you really think you need to get your body in shape. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I, uh, no, but really, I, I think there's this like idea that like you see all these stories about people like 
who were flabby and then were like, you know, in shape. And I was like, why can't that? Why can I be that flabby guy? Of course. And I don't think you want to have an after picture. Yeah, exactly. I need an after picture <laughs> one day. And I don't think going to the gym was doing that. So I wanted to do something drastic. And I feel like CrossFit, it like is as drastic as you can kind of get. Mm-hmm. And there was like the social component. Plus, like, I mean, I'd hire a personal trainer if I could. But sure. I mean, obviously. It's less realistic. So, well, when you asked me, I kind of interested because I feel like I know CrossFit only as like memes and snarky comments. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like there was a rec- there yeah, was a reputation. Like a yeah, it's like basically yeah. like it's a cult where people wear like cut off shirts and like mm-hmm. they do they flip tires and it's just this vague right. thing. I really didn't know anything about it. Neither did I. I was interested to try it though because I have known a couple people who really like they really changed like the way their bodies looked. Yeah. Like well, drastically. Cause that's the thing. Like when I, I mean, I've been to the gym like maybe three times in my life. Not like I've tried to go three mm-hmm. times. And, and two always, of those, you were just picking up coordinates and it, <laughs> and it fizzles out. Um, and for me, the frustrating thing is like, result. I get so frustrated with how it was. Right. And the right. reality is like, I'm probably not doing the right things and this and that. Like if there was a guaranteed like pill or thing you could do that was like, Hey, it's going to really suck, mm-hmm. but this is all you like, put this pill in your mouth yeah, and right. you're going to shit your brains out for nine years, but you will be fit. It's like, that's the idea It's like CrossFit's, you know, this idea of like, Hey man, like you just have to do it and it's going to be awful, totally. but it'll work. I think that's the enticing thing. What I like about CrossFit and this is obviously not completely true because there's definitely people who do more than just go is that like, you kind of don't have to th- figure out a plan. Mm-hmm. It's like you said, like I, I've I've dabbled in going to the gym, but I go there and I just don't know enough to like build myself a circuit. I can do like various things. I just like got to this point when I used to go to the gym where I would just be picking up weights and just making shit up. Yeah, I'd be like, I think this is doing something. And that's kind of like working out I- my shoulders, right? And I'm actually just accidentally doing like a Heil Hitler sign with like a 20 pound <laughs> weight because for some reason I think this is going to like help my lats. I don't know what I'm doing. I got you know banned I mean? from like nine gyms doing this. <laughs> I got banned. From, I got banned from the Jewish Community Center. <laughs> I got put on a watch list it was terrible i like sitting here thinking like all the people who know me listening to this podcast are like that fucking guy started cross i well look it's like anything right like i love to eat you don't that's that's why crossfit's going to be good you can yeah. eat and you'll have impunity right i mean to me the the big thing about working out is like it just makes eating better for me like, I'm not even, like, an in-shape dude, but, you know, just being kind of active, especially in coronavirus time mm-hmm. where, like, it's just, like, there's it's all fucking hard to keep keep active. You're not walking like you normally do, I, even, like, the little bits. And I hope it works because, like, when I first started, I mean, what, I'm four days in, so I had a lot of people, and by a lot, I mean every single person I told Except for one, Craig actually was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure you'll be able to do it. Yeah. But every person I told, the highest estimate I got was five sessions. Yeah. And like, it it was one of those things where like, it just fueled me to be like, oh. I mean, you've already been to five, haven't you? Four. So, oh, okay. so, so you got one more, I got one more to go and then I can quit. No, yeah, and then <laughs> two more. And then but like done. almost it fueled me and I've never been like that about health or fitness or most things uh-huh. really just be like uh-huh. that only makes me want to do it more and this time it did so it's really strange mm-hmm. i don't know it's it's a weird i don't know if i just i'm so tired of being out of shape that... it's you got the haters now you know what kevin garnett used to mean when he talked yeah. about the haters you're the same age he was when he won a championship you know that i'm gonna kill myself anything is <laughs> anything uh you might be a little older listen like you, you said feel a little older. <laughs> anything is possible 
Just like KG said. Mm -hmm. No, I think that it's, you know, so much of exercise is just like not quitting, like just doing it. And yeah, I... I get that. I wanted to do. A, I mean, we talked about doing a mini series about like our. Yeah, I know. Journey. Where this is one of our. I guess we can say one of our c potential mini projects is we're going to have uh, updates, just like the trials of the hardly working CrossFit episodes. I think it, I we'll think just it, it, go over how it's going and how we feel. It'll basically just be twenty five minutes of us just like complaining that our bodies fucking hurt. Yeah, it's going to be the whole thing. I think it's cool. It's a cool idea because like you you get so much of that garbage of like. If I could do it, you could do it. 30 minute abs. But to like watch somebody just like being from out of shape to yeah. being like, I mean, I don't really know if I can do this. And if it works, then you're just like, wow, that was really interesting. And if it doesn't, it'll be fucking hilarious. Cause I'm yeah. sitting here like, I've never been more serious about anything in yeah. my life. And then you, someone's going to listen in two weeks. Be like, didn't that guy see me? We should, uh, we should upload a before and after picture of you and have them just be the exact same photo. For the same photo. Be like, what do you think? Did it work? And have people be like, huh? But the after picture should be in like nine months. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, like, look how good I look. Like, you know, we could do the before and after picture, but swap them. So it actually looks like you got worse over time. <laughs> I think it's going to be fun. I, I got to say, uh, the biggest thing I was worried about going was um, not even so much like, oh, it being too too intense, although it's definitely hard. It was how safe it's going to be like COVID-wise. And like I was like, if I go, I'll probably quit if it feels messed up after the first day. But it feels very safe. It's just a giant warehouse with giant boxes where people... It really is like a warehouse. Like, people just show up. It's a giant, like, meatpacking plant with no equipment, basically. And then you go in, and there's big segments where you get to stand. You don't use equipment with anyone. They only let, like, six people or seven people into each class maximum. And you have, like, a 25-foot breath from everyone. So it feels really safe. It feels, it seems like it's safer than all the gyms I've driven by where I see people that's there in masks. And oh, it's shit. way safer than gyms. But I'll, I'll tell you this. I want to know what it's like to do CrossFit without wearing a mask. I know. It feels like we're doing it with weighted clothing. I, it, Much I, like Piccolo from Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, and then he takes off. Yeah, yeah and then he takes it off. Shows, shows everyone his green muscles. I think that it would be much I'm easier. I'm going to do the same thing on CrossFit. I'm going to take yeah. off my mat and be green muscles Yeah, everywhere. no, well, your body will be green, but it'll be yeah. bruises. Yeah, <laughs> poor yeah. circulation. <laughs> it's going to be for... I, I think that it's it's going to be it's gonna be good. I mean, I, I I still have to like... You know, granted, we're in the... It is funny that we're like in the, the starting out range where like everyone gives us like the... They, they're like, oh, no, you use you use these one and they give us like the lightest, like yeah, not yeah. supposed to actually be this used. This says Fisher price on it. <laughs> this is actually only a display dumbbell, but yeah, you're going to yeah. let you use this. Yeah. It's actually sub, like, I don't even know what it is. Cause they have, they go, all right, here's the 45 pounds and then 35 pounds for women's exercises. And then they go, here's your two. And they give us like these 10 pound bars you where I'm like, so then who is this for? And they're like, just don't ask. Just just do it. You use this. You're pointing to the exit sign. <laughs> <laughs> Those are, we're going to have you do stairs out of the building. Outside. That's your workout for today. It's uh, 10 stairs out the building. Yeah. CrossFit is really funny, though. It, it's just because every time we've gone, I look around, and I it really feels like like a dude in a warehouse was just like, how am I going to get in shape? Like there were just tires around and like PVC pipe. You know what I mean? Just it's some garbage. Yeah, like a dude who was it was in, in like an unassembled Best Buy and was like, I'm just going to start working out. And then he invented CrossFit. I like the idea, like, I look around and like, there's like nine girls that could kick my ass. Oh, yeah. The I mean, to be fair, that's like most places <laughs> I go. But You're like, I feel right at home. Yeah. 
It's just like best. It's just like uh, going to a, just like Best Buy. Uh, just, just like Best Buy. There's nine women who can kick my ass. Lifting things more than I can heavy. Just Are you gonna lift that seventy inch TV? No. Can you help me? Help just me, like man. Best Buy. I walk in. The cashier. There's nine girls. Cashier. They all kick my ass. They go. You get this one, and they point to the small one. But it's because of my wallet. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's yeah. gotta be fun. We'll have to. We should really uh, chronicle it for people. We will do like a little mini. Which we could call it like the quest for uh, the quest for muscle or what something. What did you say? Crossfat. Crossfat. Yeah, we could it's call it Crossfat. I know. I I sent that to the lady who actually works there. I sent a Venmo that said Crossfat, which probably not the best thing, but she seemed to think it was funny. So, well, that's been a big thing. Another thing going on in my week has been a kind of a weird development with my family. Not in like a weird, kind of a funny way, where like, uh. My so my grandma's like a very uh, a very intelligent woman. She's ninety six. This is oh, Bubby. We're, okay, we're talking Bubby. Bubby. Yeah. Don't don't pretend our listeners don't know who Bubby is. All right, Bubby for the listeners Bubby. for the casual fan. Bubby, everyone knows Bubby. My Bubby's ninety six. She's she's still sh- pretty sharp as a tack, especially as ninety six goes. Uh, she's like a big reader, and so she's been doing this thing lately where she's been like sending everyone in my family books, and like expecting us to read them. Like she's got like a like a, a Bubby's book list that she's been like sending stuff. This is the most Jewish thing I'll ever say. My Bubby sent me a book on uh, personal investment, and she like expects me to really, read it. It really is. It's literally the most Jewish thing. This is the second most Jewish thing I'll ever say. I, it's actually a pretty good book. I've only read like twenty pages, but it's like, I you gonna invest? I don't know. I need to. Fi- I need to finish the book. <laughs> but now my family's we're all just getting like my mom got a book. From her, it's like a fiction book. My brother got a book on comedians, which he didn't even know it came from her. Hmm. He was like, I just got this book in the mail. And my mom was like, I think Bubby probably just sent you. She's like this anonymous scholastic reading. You remember that? Like the yeah, scholastic. She's You got the little circulars. Yeah. And you like circled the book. You went, and then you went to the book fair. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you picked time. it up. It was like a weird magazine. You're like, why yeah. can't I just like fill out a slip? That's like what it was. It was like a paper magazine. <laughs> but it's become a lot of pressure because it's like now every time I, I like it's like I have a weekly book report. Like or now every time I talk to my Ooh, that's rough. Now every time I call my bubby, I'm I have to expect to have read like read more of the book and have talking points to talk to her about. Has she also read it? She's read no, I don't think she's read this one, but she's given me other books that she expected me to read. Oh, you know, okay. she was like sent me some crime book and I had to read it because <laughs> I didn't want to offend her that I wasn't reading it. I was like The Hardy Boys. Yeah. No, it wasn't the Hardy Boys. It it was uh definitely not as a uh, as adventurous. I was just like I it's like I'm doing a weekly family book report, so uh well you think that's bad. Uh I gotta I mean my brother gave me a great podcasting topic. I, I don't know how I can't use this. And I even confirmed it with my mother. So here we go. So my grandfather passed away two years ago. I can't remember now. Uh, you know, not that recently. Yeah. But my mom was clearing out a lot of like hope chests and basement and all this stuff. And <laughs> she gave Chris a bunch of stuff she had held on to over the years. And in it was some stuff from my papa who had yeah. passed away a couple of years. <laughs> it's a playboy. With a note, hell yeah, that that he gave to to my brother Chris, and I don't know what the note said, but I'm dying to know it. And I asked my mom today. Actually, I said, "Mom, did Chris tell you we got a Playboy from Papa?" And she's like, "I know, I'm the one that gave it to him." And I was like, "What?" And she's like, "I held on to that thing for probably, oh, I don't know, thirty years." And I was like, "What are you talking about?" She said, "So when my brother was five years old, 
my pop in, I don't know, 88, let's say, went to my brother's fifth birthday party. And for a present, yeah. he brought a Playboy, which apparently has Goldie Hawn in it. And it was like an anniversary edition or something like that. And he gave it to him and said, Dina, hang on to this. This is going to be worth money one day. And said, and said, hold on to it. This was his birthday. This is like what he gave a five-year-old for his birthday. So, you're, so your family saw it as like an investment. Like they no, saw so it like I it was a CD. Today and, she, and she kept it. She kept it for 30 She years. thought it would be worth money. So I go, mom, what? She goes, are you out of your mind? She goes, I think I just thought it was so fucking hilarious. It's, that's that pretty it. fun. Oh, that's I got to know what the note says. So my grandfather in the 80s wrote a note to my brother as a five-year-old to get now. I asked my brother and he said like, I think he just like jerking off to Playboy. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, I would think, guess so. I don't think it was. Yeah, I feel like he skirted around the fact that he it was a Playboy. Like in my head, I imagine him pulling up to this five-year-old birthday party and he was like, shit, yeah. I don't have a present. And he like looked around his car and like grabbed one of his nudie bags. I feel like, yeah, that's what you give him for like, that's what you give him for like a 15th birthday, not like a fifth birthday. I, I can't, I, I'm baffled. Is it worth money? Baffled. I don't. I, I can't imagine people are buying Playboy magazines. You know, that Playboy was like as as weird as it is that your that was your grandpa gave Chris a Playboy when he was five. Playboy was kind of like a respectable. It wasn't just complete nude stuff, right? right. Didn't they have other? They had like finances. Right. And they, they had, had like sports um, stories. They had art- reporting. They had those articles. They had articles. I don't know what they were about. They're but- all like fake. Like it was like. Uh- uh, they were like the stories, like oh, there I was, and my neighbor pulled down my pants, and like it was the craziest. Th- they're like fake articles that they just put in there. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's I, I never actually opened a Playboy my entire life. So Chris just got it recently. Yeah, like yesterday, or like it just came up. No, like yesterday, he just got it. My mom just gave it to him, like maybe two days ago. I don't know. Wow, I feel like Chris. I've been. I I'd love to hear his, how surprised he was. I gotta read this. Note. Like of all the things, when your mom's like, "Chris, Papa left something for you." An heirloom of old. An heirloom, yeah. Heirloom. Something he got a lot of use out of. He said oh, you'd know how to really use gross. it. I mean, I'm surprised Chris even took it, and like, I'm surprised your mom kept it. Like, she has since moved out of that house. Yeah. So like multiple times, she's looked at that and been like, "Yep, this is coming with me." <laughs> I don't know. This is this is coming. I, I don't know the process of how it. It's not like the sisterhood of the traveling pants. Right. I don't know. Of course. Maybe it is. What do I know? That's the sisterhood of some kind of pants. Yeah. Playboy. But I got I to gotta know what this note says. Like, what does it say? Like, my dearest Christopher. <laughs> yes. Read me when, on the harvest moon of the third year after my death. <laughs> the way will be light, lit for you to inherit my fortune. But first, you must look at this girl's muff. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's what they called it in the the Playboy days. I is think. that true? I don't know. I uh, I like to imagine like it's like a na- like like national treasure. Yeah, like my, yeah exactly. My grandfather left a clock. Yeah, how cr- it's almost a little too crazy. He yeah. left me a porno. Like look in the golden fields of Goldie Hawn. Yeah. No, Chris actually opens the porno and it's got a fold out of Benjamin Franklin, like a woman with Benjamin Franklin's face on it's it. It's a map. I'm gonna steal 
the Playboy <laughs> map to the Playboy Mansion. Chris has to go to the Playboy Mansion on like a, somehow inherits the Playboy Mansion. Yeah. at the end of it. Uh, so you've got there's the the Playboy treasure which Hugh Hefner left actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your grandpa, my grandfather was 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 a, was a staunch like a, a fan of it, and he researched his entire life <laughs> yeah. and left his research. To you go in and he's just got a giant like Playboy cutouts with X's and O's on the wall, and that, they're like, just like pinned up things. That is the plot of National Treasure. His, his grandfather was a right, for, exactly like, yeah. the Freemasons. That, so this is it. My grandfather was this following exact, like, the Playboy your, your treasure. Your grandfather was part of a secret order of knights who kept the secret of Playboy, which was that it's actually... You're going to encounter yeah. Pamela Anderson. It was actually... Yeah, Playboy was actually started by Mary Magdalene. <laughs> and uh, they just... They kept it going for years and years. Hugh Hefner was actually a descendant of Mary now Magdalene. Now we're going into the Da Vinci Code. Yeah, it's, like, it's the starting The was blend. in the Last Supper. It was. <laughs> Look at her tits. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Jesus, look at him. He has a rolled up magazine in the back of his robe. Look harder. Is, is that Pam Anderson? Yeah, yeah. On? That's the same issue I have. Unbelievable. St. Pamela of Anderson. <laughs> Amazing. Patron saint of Botox. Fascinating. Uh, well, that's hilarious. Yeah. That's really funny. Good so, for Chris, honestly. Yeah, I don't know what he's My doing. My grandpa with left it. me a watch. Nothing nothing sexual about that. I'd rather the watch, no? Uh, yeah. Maybe I should open it up and maybe there's like a, like an old like Gilda Radner photo or something. I like the idea that this porno magazine is like a sentimental, like it's all I have to remember him. Like yeah. him telling his wife this, like that's a family heirloom. It's all I have to <laughs> yeah. remember him. I'm going to go be alone and think about my grandfather. I know. Yeah. <laughs> In the bathroom. <laughs> I'm going to honor him the only way I know how. Yeah, exactly. That really just goes to show sentimentality can turn any old trinket into like something that like memory is so weird that like, that is like a legitimate heirloom. You know, like your mom only kept it because your grandpa, like if she found it on the side of the road, she would have been like, I'm going to throw this out. It's my, but your grandpa was like, like it was imbued with your grandpa's paternal love. So she had to give it to Chris. Ugh. I didn't well, mean it like that. Although it was also like that. When you say imbued with paternal love. It was love, infused it with your like grandfather's paternal lineage Seed. <laughs> <laughs> it actually contains the genetic code to every uh every member of your family all right now it's just getting gross okay fine we'll move on You're, you brought it up You're, um i don't really know how to transition <laughs> what else is going on um speaking of um of uh, national scandals did you watch the news this week I, i've heard something's been going on no you didn't know nothing no why oh i was i was going to uh I heard that something happened, like there was a terrorist attack on the Capitol building. Is this a weird way to broach the subject? I know. Super weird transition, man. But it's funny because, did I ever tell you this story? I've told you this story. Our friend Mark with uh, the Boston Bomber. Um, what about it? So for any listeners who <laughs> don't know this, uh, I went to school at UMass Dartmouth and so did the Boston Bomber, Jahar. And... Mm. Um, <laughs> When it was discovered, they were like landing Blackhawks and evacuating us out of the school. And I was getting calls from all family and friends. And uh, they were like, are you okay? Do you need to come pick you up? Mm -hmm. you know, do you need to go somewhere? And like, this is when they shut down Watertown and there was the whole manhunt. Yeah. And they found him under a boat. Yeah. Or in a boat. And our friend Mark finally called me like towards the end of the day. And I was like, wow, it took him a long time, but at least he called to check. And he was like, hey, good news. I just won on a scratch ticket. I was like, yeah. He's like, yeah, what do you see? We go into the city this weekend. I was like, I don't think we're going to be able to do that. And he was like, why not? And I was like, you don't really watch the news too much. Do <laughs> yeah. You? And he had no idea about the Boston bombing. No clue. Mm -hmm. And I was like, there's a complete 
lockdown. There like literally is a manhunt in the city for this guy. And he was like, <gasps> what? <laughs> I had no idea. It was, it was like the scene in Batman when he's like, you don't really watch the news too much. Like if he didn't call you, he would have driven to UMass Dartmouth. They got like, a, like tackled by the CIA yeah, yeah, yeah. No, on the campus. No, no clue. Zero clue. Yeah. No, that was a, I, we were supposed to come that weekend. I remember that. So I did, I did see what happened on the news, but as, like that joke. You get flashbacks to that every time you see crazy where, stuff on the news. Yeah, it does happen where like you would think, of course, everybody saw it, but not always. And I was like, what did you yeah, do during your fair, day? He was fair. like, well, I went to the store, I got milk. And I was like, you yeah. didn't see it on the TV? Whenever anymore? crazy news stuff. Well, I remember when the Boston bombing happened. I was in um, I was in uh, lab. I was still at college and I was in an organic chemistry lab. And I was mixing. I was literally, I was mixing chemicals. And then they started talking about oh, there was a Boston bomber with a pressure cooker. And I just remember looking down at those chemicals like, I should put these down and leave. I shouldn't be fucking with chemicals. These are dangerous. It was really strange. I don't, yeah. But no, this week it was crazier. Was that, was that or watching um, people storm the Capitol building crazier? I think it was. Capitol building. So it was weird. So uh, me and my sister were, were at home working from home. And my sister was watching the Georgia runoffs, the Senate race, mm-hmm. which I like peeked in on. I couldn't do another well, election. That was the day main before. thing going on. No, that was the same day, wasn't it? Well, they like, well, it spilled gone. over. Yeah, it spilled had, over. They had yeah, called those races that day. Yeah, yeah, it was spilling over. So she, we were oh, just like watching. Oh, she just had the CNN. Right, like, she had it on literally the whole like two like, days. Like no more votes are coming. It in, was still, exactly. Like, yeah, it's ninety nine percent. We'll just. I really talking. wasn't watching because yeah, it's exactly. It's like we had a rerun of the election. The I tuned in every so often just to see like that dude Steve Kornacki. Mm-hmm. He was like running around. That guy's hilarious, by the way. I hope he's on every election. Like he he's dressed like it was funny because I said to my sister, look, if uh, if the Democrats lose, at least we get to watch Steve Kornacki turn into the Incredible Hulk. He's just such a nerd, but he's really good at his job. They must feed him Adderall or something. He just like runs around. He knows so many facts. And then when it goes to commercial, they give him like, you know, like when it goes to commercial during a, a like a football game or something, but it shows the little sidebar of the like the huddle. But it's got like, oh, Pepsi Cola. They did that with him where what? They go to commercial and then they just see Steve Kornacki like furiously scribbling down new facts on the side as it comes in while they're talking about like The Hill or whatever new show is coming out. And he's just down and then he goes back and he's like, all right, we got two brothers coming to CBS. He's in the corner. corner. He looks like he's cramming for a test that like is literally if he doesn't get it right, they're going to shoot him in the head. And then he goes back on. So that was most of the day. And then it eventually switched. She was like, Jeff, you got to come watch this. And so then it was the Capitol uh, coverage, which, I mean, what a weird thing, dude. That's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. I mean, I know this is a tricky thing to see a lot of things, dude. This was the Stop strangest pandemic, nine eleven. I know the Capitol. You really do have to tip your cap to like the crazy factor of like, it just keeps getting upped, man. It just keeps getting it's an interesting upped. thought. Do you think you know how we always say like, well, we'll tell our grandkids like. Wow, you saw that, or or will that not be interesting? Because the crazy auntie is going to be raised. Like they'll be like, "Yeah, storm that Capitol. Capitol blows up every week." No, this to me feels like a really like of all the parts. I was thinking about this of all the parts that of like individual parts because you'll tell your grandkids maybe about like the Black Lives Matter protests, but they're all very. That was all a lot of different events. This is going to be, I think, a very specific thing, like. That people will recall. I mean, I don't know if a Capitol building's ever been like. There was all sorts of discussion uh, about yeah, the cap. No one's so. ever been in the Capitol. There's never been. There's like some dude with the Confederate flag, and people were like, "Oh, this has never happened." And I just think, 
you know, I mean, unless this becomes a recurring thing, which I guess we have to hope doesn't happen, but it was nuts. Yeah. I mean, it was really like a crescendo on a whole, on a whole crazy time. I mean, you don't think times will just keep getting crazier. Oh, I you would think, never like, say that. Like, you'll they'll be like, "Wow, that was the cra-. and you were alive for that. What a crazy time!" Versus like, <laughs> versus like, yeah, that happens all the time. I think it largely depends on how people rem- remember it, you yeah. know. Because maybe it it doesn't matter. Maybe it just becomes like a weird like trivia fact. You know what I mean? Like, not many people actually know that. Like, you know, it's not just not something we think to ever talk about. It might be that too. I don't know. There's a lot of like. I feel like that's the other thing is I, I when you're watching the news they're always like talking about what history you're watching in the moment so you get it in your head that there's something going like this is going to be like a textbook and so but you don't know that in the moment that said in the moment it was the craziest thing I've ever seen I mean there were dudes in like in Viking heads <laughs> sitting in Nancy Pelosi's desk and they weren't Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, it was like this weird giant QAnon field trip of people that field just. Trip. All right, class. It was yeah. I it's like hey, we're gonna go. I mean, it was amazing. By the way, just so you, for the record, if you're listening and you were there, like, either you're a Viking or a Nazi. You can't be both. You need to pick, pick a lane one. and pick stand. Pick a lane. Yeah, you don't get to be like you. You don't get to be about Nazis, and then you also are a Viking. Like you, you have to go one or the other. Okay. You can't do both. That's a, that's my thing. That's my big takeaway. That's why people don't come to me for political takes. Yeah. That's why you're not on the side. Uh, that's why I'm not on CNN with Van Jones. The thing that got me about the whole thing was, you know, I, I, I'm sure that we're going to get, like, the more details as it sort of eventually, like, gets farther away and people can actually, like, I don't know, report on it a little bit more and it's not as fresh. Report on it more? No, but I mean, you know what I mean. Like, not just cover it and editorialize. You know, like, actually sort of go, like, here's what happened. And, like, here's... Because what I don't understand is, like, how did those people get organized? You know what I mean? Of all the questions people are saying and all that, like, I'm like... You called it. It was a field trip. They, like, got in a box. <laughs> yeah, that's what like, I... All right, class. Like, they had, like, permission slips and everyone, like... Yeah, from whatever crazy... I mean, there must have been some kind of, like, like group text thread. Well, they you know what I mean? all over the place, too. That was crazy. Yeah, I know, actually, someone in South Carolina. Um, I heard that he... His neighbor... He saw on Facebook his neighbor posted, like, a picture... Um, in like a van with like a bunch of other people like they were going to like like a bachelor party and then but they were going i mean they were all like old women or something but they were like going to washington dc and i was just like who how did this get started like how do you get on that on that message thread who are these people i don't know like is there just a completely different maybe because he had held like this rally so well exactly but like so how did it go from this rally to like it was like an after party. Like, oh hey, the after party's at the Capitol building, and then they all just go there to fuck shit up. You know what I mean? And then like, I don't know if you've seen this. They're like, we're gonna be there again on January nineteenth. It reminds me of the, the guy who like loved the party, and everyone's like, oh, we're exhausted. We're gonna go home. And like, no, we're exactly. party again at my place next week. Yeah, we're doing this again next weekend. <laughs> we'll see what happens January nineteenth if they do it again. But you, you know, there'll probably be like four people there. It's like. Just a much lamer party. Is that true? They said they're going to do it again on January. Yeah, because before Biden gets sworn in. So. Oh, if they do that, I mean, if they do it again, they're going to get their asses beat. You would have thought they got their asses beat. The I first know, time. I know. Part of the reason I think was because they were just so unprepared. You got to figure they're going to take extra precautions because they did mess shit up. Like yeah. 
they did like fuck things up. People did die and there was like property damage, which ultimately is what I, most most of the law enforcement and senators actually care about is like property damage and death, you know, because that looks awful for them and it fucks with their well-being. Did you see this? You know, the girl that's like uh, <laughs> famous right now floating around on like, I don't know, all the social medias and it's like. What's your name? And she's like, Sally. Yeah. Sugar. And it's like, and what were you doing? She's like, I was doing the revolution. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh. I, I, so me and Courtney were looking at that video. And I swear to God, when she puts this towel up to her eyes after being pepper sprayed, I swear to God, that chick is holding an onion in that towel. Really? Yeah. Check that again. <laughs> Cor- I, like Courtney was showing me the video. I was like, what's in her towel? I was like, that's an onion. And Courtney's like, no. You think she was like a crisis actor? She was like, just she pretending was like, oh, she got pepper got sprayed? Because she doesn't look like when you get pepper sprayed, like your face is like really red. Like yeah. she looked like she was crying. Yeah. Like your fa- like when you get pepper sprayed, like, like it really messes Like your me, eyes yeah. get like, fu- there's a reason that's why true. you become incapacitated when you get pepper sprayed. Yeah. I think Mace is the worst one. Is there a difference? Yeah, Mace I've, is much worse. Mace, you need a uh, like an actual license to carry or some type of certification okay. to carry. So, not to say pepper spray is not bad, but so Mace is really bad. So I want you to look at that video again. I, I could be wrong. Yeah. And for all I know, maybe everyone already knows this. And mm-hmm. I just didn't know this. But I, when Courtney showed me, because I'm not on like TikTok and all that stuff, but when Courtney showed me, I was like, that girl has an onion in that towel. That's like, crazy. Look, and she was like, no. And then she I mean, and she's like, oh my God. I'll have shit. to look at it. I don't see any reason to think that that's not possible. That they could. She just was I, like. You have to look at it. Someone got pepper sprayed. I, I mean, that video look, is she's hilarious. faking it. She's putting an onion in her eyes. She's like, I got a pepper spray during yeah. the revolution. But she's really said, during the revolution. Onion, onion in her towel. And just, which is just sad. Yeah. Because like. To throw around the term revolution, like, I don't know, you think of like the Revolutionary War. Yeah, so Imagine yeah. one of those guys being like, it was the revolution. <laughs> with I a, know, with an right? onion. Yeah. <laughs> like, like he's leaving the Boston Tea Party, like, I got pepper sprayed and then at the revolution. He really just has an onion. Like, yeah, he's just rubbing it. No, so actually, ridiculous. back then, they probably actually used onions as, like, as that the was their pepper spray. Like, I got an onion in me face. Back off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got onioned. At the revolution, man, calling it the revolution, how presumptuous! See, that's what I mean. They're trying to say it's like historic in the moment, but you know, hey, then again, they are protecting this democracy, so they got. Yeah. That's they, I guess it is historic. January nineteenth. January nineteenth. We'll be there. We'll do a podcast from there. Live from the Capitol. I saw something. I forget who said it, but something was like, oh, I think it was a journal. One of the a journalist I follow on Twitter was like, like how how do you have you not now like you've now completely just like guaranteed that every like like QAnon meeting whatever is at one out of three of the all attendees are going to just be undercover CIA agents like they're just all going to be like people there in law enforcement's just now going to completely yeah, you because, just showed up on all you know yeah because now they just need to like get this shit under control i think that there's like a weird focus now where there wasn't there before. Like you saw the DC, uh, the DC head of police like got fired or he got asked to step down or he just resigned. I don't know which it was, but you have to imagine. He's not there. <laughs> yeah. He's not there. Coincidence. So I don't know, man. It's not the way that, uh, it's not the, the, it's not exactly a, uh, a peaceful transfer of power. Nah, I wouldn't say so. No, <laughs> no, it's not where we thought it would go, no, but I would define it, but what a week. I really didn't. Uh, I really didn't expect it on a Wednesday. What's more shocking, storming the Capitol or us going to CrossFit? Um, well, I mean, it, 
there's no way to know, really. <laughs> the fact you just I mean, through that. There's really no way to know, you know, which is which is better for the country, which is worse for the country. Time will tell. Like storming the Capitol or us being like, yo, you know what's really good? CrossFit. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, like, who is the bigger douchebags? The people who storm the Capitol or us in CrossFit? Us for doing CrossFit. I it's it you know, we don't know. It's so hard to tell. I mean, what good is if if we're gonna do CrossFit, we do need to like find some other activities to do. So maybe like, like with being in shape? Yeah, with being in shape. What, like kickball? What <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we can translate it to things. I don't know. That's the problem with if I do get in shape, like I'll probably just be wasting it. Well, what do you do at that point once you're in shape? I just don't want my heart to explode. Right. That's the thing is eventually it plateaus. I don't want to get dizzy getting off the couch and st- like that's what I'm looking for. I mean, that is a, a that's a fair goal. Yeah. I think bodily health is a good goal. Oh. Your heart not exploding when you get off the couch is, is probably a thing to shoot for. <laughs> I never said when I get off the couch. But you but know what's good is eventually, if you exercise eventually, you just maintain. Mm. So like you get to the point where you're still doing stuff and it's hard, but it's just you ha- you are healthy. Mm. That's the right, like you just are healthy. So you don't need to keep getting healthier. You're not trying to be a bodybuilder, right? So at a certain point you just go, I am healthy. I'll just keep doing this. I wish scientists would stop making like fucking iPhones and shit and just something that like, Make like a tapeworm that just makes you healthy. Like you're like, oh, well, Apple, we stopped with iPhones. We spent a couple of years. Like all the money that's in like shit that makes money. Like why don't they just make like something that makes you fit just like magically? I don't know. I think that they, if they would, it, that would be the richest company in the entire world. Why don't scientists just invent magic already? Well, there are steroids. You could take those. They do have those. Like why aren't we perfecting those? We should be. I think we are COVID steroids. Uh, those are different. I think they're they're not they're not completely different. <laughs> they're close. All right, why don't we wrap it there? All right. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a lot for this week. Um, thanks everyone tuning in as always. Uh, please like and subscribe and rate and review all the social media stuff if you don't already. Uh, always, if you want, just give us some direct feedback. We love the direct feedback. And, uh, yeah, otherwise, tune in. Maybe we'll start doing our own reading list like Bubby does. And um, other than that, stay healthy and safe and uh, happy. Bye.